Bill. What? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Hey everyone, this is Sam, the host of Keanu Believe It. There were a few technical difficulties with my guest Laura's audio that weren't noticed until after recording. Just wanted to give you all a heads up. Thanks in advance for understanding, and enjoy the show. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Hello, and welcome back to Keanu Believe It, the Talk Film Society podcast that is all Keanu Reeves all the time. I'm Sam Van Haren, assistant editor at TFS, and a lifelong fan of the singular Keanu Reeves. I will be your guide through his diverse and interesting career. Each week, a guest and I discuss a film from his filmography, which I'm working through in chronological order. On this episode, we'll be discussing 1989's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. My um, guest to chat about this most radical movie is Laura Sirical. How's it going, Laura? Good, good. Hi, how are you doing? Doing great. Uh, so, as always, uh, for those who listen, know that I like asking my guests who are the fir- when it's their first time uh, what they think of Keanu Reeves. So, let me know what you think about him. Uh, I'm madly in love with Keanu Reeves. Um, I've been a fan for years um, since I can remember, like just um, growing up and seeing him, and also him representing he's part Asian, so it's kind of like great representation for us as well. Um, so I've been, I've been a fan for so long and like, how can you not fall in love with Keanu Reeves? Like even when I got older and I understood like Sweet November, which is one of my favorite movies and everyone hated on it, but I was like obsessed with it and I was obsessed with him. Um, and I mean, he's just so wonderful and like, he's so diverse in his, um, roles and, uh, you know, I feel like he's just getting better and better and he's like right. aging like fine wine. He is, <laughs> he's just fantastic. I'm yeah. so glad that he is like eternal of like everyone keeps loving him every decade. Right. And I, I, people keep talking about that every time they're on. It's like, it just, he's just great. Uh, there's been very little like controversy with him, which is great. Uh, you know, it's always nice to have a non problematic fave, you know, but yeah, <laughs> he, he, he just seems so wonderful and he just wants to stay out of like all the controversy and, and drama. Right. Like mm-hmm. he just, you don't see him on TMZ. Like, you think you see him eating and doing random stuff, but there's no problems behind him. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, actually have so, a, a giant picture of him hanging in my, in my wall in my house. <laughs> that's great. Uh, what was, do you know what, like, the first, this is a good, uh, what was, like, the first movie you remember seeing with him and just made it, like, made you realize that he was, uh, you know, kind of something special? Um... I, I was really young when he, well, he, he's been out for a while, but I think um, I remember seeing on TV um, Point Break. Um, not TV. It was in, like, there was, like, a, on trailers and on TV Point sure. Break, and they had him, 
and like I was young, and so my parents wouldn't let me go watch it, <laughs> and um, and I, I I like I wanted to just know more about him, and and I got to see some of his other movies first, and mm-hmm. um, but I was like I was really intrigued with Point Break because it seemed like a something like a thriller kind of movie. Um, so I, I think a year or two when they it, like came on DVD, my brother got it because he's a little older than me, and like I got to watch Keanu Reeves, and um, I don't, didn't understand what was going on in the movie, but I was sure. just so intrigued with him as an actor and him punching people and getting like, <laughs> fights and surfing because like right. I, I'm in California, so I'm a Californian. It, it's like it's just a, it's just a California movie, right? Um, and so I was really introduced to him there, and um. He's just so handsome. And I was a kid, so I was like, oh, he's just so cute. And I, I ever since then, like, I've just been, like, following him. And, and then um, as I got older, um, I, I I got into more of his other movies. Like, he did um, uh, he did Sweet November. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm still in love with him. Right. Um, and, like, just a, a whole bunch of, I, I got, I went back and looked at his other ones. And he did, and then he did, um, he also did The Matrix. And, and I was like, oh, it's so exciting to see to see him mm-hmm. in more roles and yeah so i think it was like my break and speed because those were the ones that were so popular right um and like i think it was like six or something and but i still was like and then speed was like amazing like everyone like was into that movie and sandra bullock and him and i think that that was what sealed the deal of like this guy is the star and i really need to follow him on his career even though i was like young but i was like no he's amazing and it wasn't until i was older i realized i'm like oh my god he's part part asian and i feel like that really like right. pushed it further for me because i felt like it sure. was like where my identity was with, with with him too right uh yeah so for me it was actually this movie we're gonna be talking about today it was bill and ted and speed and it was both uh from them being on cable so uh i mean this came out before i was born but uh I would watch it all the time on, with my brothers on cable. And then also Speed was the first uh, R-rated movie I ever saw uh, for, you know, rental. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about uh, Bill and Ted. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was uh, directed by Stephen Herrick and written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Uh, stars Keanu Reeves, obviously. Uh, and uh, Alex Winters, uh, George Carlin. Uh, and it uh, follows two high school slackers uh, who live in San Dimas, California, uh, whose music as the Wild Stallions will uh, create a utopia. But before that, they need to pass history class, uh, which is where a time travel na- tra- traveler in a uh, phone booth, of course, uh, named Rufus comes in. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, love this movie. Uh, do you remember the first time you saw it? I did, um, and like I, I was super young when I when I saw it too. But I was like, man, this is. It, I feel like it, it. It's a sci-fi movie. It was my like, um, and I was into sci-fi movies as a, and TV shows. So it was kind of fun to watch. Um, this dude, um, and I'm Cal- I'm Cal- like again, I'm Californian, and I do say like a lot. And my and the way my speech was very similar. Where I'm not like an airhead, but. Right. Like, the speech is very, very similar to theirs. So I felt like, oh, my God, could this happen for me? Um, and I, 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 and then um, I just remember, like, going to San Dimas, too, because, like, I, I'm, I was raised around the area. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, it's in my, nearby us, too. It's based <laughs> in California. So I was, like, really excited. And, and of course, Kenna Reeves is just beautiful. So it, it was, it was, I remember watching it and going, like, 
man, these guys are so cool. Like, and I keep saying like, because that's my, that's how I speak. But like, it, it just reminded me so much. I'm like, oh, this is so great. It, it, it's, a, it's Californians. And maybe I could learn some history. And um, yeah, it felt like a kid's program. And then watching it, it's like also adult. Right. So it was uh, great yeah, for people totally. our age. Yeah, it's, uh, so this is, you know, I, uh, I've rewatched it a lot since being a kid, but still, I, every time I watch it again, I remember, like, stuff that totally went over my head, you know, seeing it as a kid. Like, it works great as, uh, you know, for kids, too, but then at the same time, you kind of, like, get another, uh, level of it once you're, uh, older. Like, the, the opening, uh, you know, right from the opening credits, you can see why this movie became a cult classic, and... Uh, why kids love it um, just because it's like you know weird and the music's great uh, it's just you know the perfect like 80s 90s uh, rock score and the, the, all the songs made for it are great uh, and then you know just the Rufus uh, George Carlin's great in this uh, as Rufus uh, I like you know he's breaking the fourth wall right from the beginning he's kind of you know narrating it and which is great it's it's such a fun movie, like and 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 rest in peace, Bert Carling is just like he he was hilarious in this role. Um, it, it, it the whole thing and like the whole thing was a history lesson too. Um, because it, it I, I felt like like with the way that it was written, it was like oh sci-fi, oh but we get to learn history too, and the mm-hmm. whole scene Napoleon, Billy the Kid. Um, a whole bunch of like Genghis Khan. I was like oh, right, and then they bring him to school for the presentation. Um, but I, I mean, it, 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 overall just something fun to watch. It wasn't like something you could just stop your brain and just watch and enjoy, but you could also feel like breaking down like different things. Like I felt like this movie was well-rounded, right. um, in that it, it was just for fun. And if you really want to think about like learning stuff, you could. Right. Uh, yeah. And the one thing I, so the, uh, obviously it revolves around these two, uh, you know, they're kind of dumb, but at the same time, they're like, uh, they're, they're, um, they're just slackers. They're just, yeah, they're just, they're, <laughs> they're basically slackers, right? They like, because once they start actually getting invested in it, then they like, they get it figured out. But it's mostly they're just, they'd rather be not learning how to play music and, you know, just hanging out in their garage than, uh, studying history. But, uh, yeah, so basically, if yeah, they I don't, I- you know, if, Go ahead. Oh, no, I felt like they were very, they're just um, blackers who just think, um, who, who want to live the dream of being, like, rock stars. Right. And so, in their mind, they're, they're determined, like, we're going to be rock stars no matter what. So, this all this stuff is not going to matter. Right. Uh, yeah, so they uh, get, basically, they, so they need to do a history report. They're flunking history. They need to do this big report. Uh, and then... Um, if, you know, Ted's going to go to a military school in Alaska. Uh, this was one of the, th- you know, I remember, I just like, remember even the thoughts I had as a kid watching, like hearing that for the first time and like the stakes are, you know, set up right away. And, uh, you know, you think like, uh, I really like the guy that plays his dad. He does a good job of just being the like strict. Uh, and I like how, like, he's also the sheriff, of course, because they need to yeah. have a jailbreak scene later, but. Uh, yeah, so then, uh, you know, George Carlin shows up. Uh, I love this. Uh, there's a line where, you know, that I quote all the time. Uh, there are strange things afoot at the Circle K. Uh, cause they, you know, they're just, 
outside a convenience store and uh you know uh, it's funny because this kind of for me uh i didn't really start following in or doctor who till uh the relaunch but the so like this is my first introduction to a time machine that's in the shape <laughs> of a phone booth so uh when I, I remember what like uh before i knew what doctor who was like i thought that bill and ted was the first, you know invented that idea but kind of got their own tardis which is cool <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's like it's they, it's memeable where everyone you see images of like images of it and uh, of like the TARDIS and 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 the phone the the phone booth like together. Um, so I I just see that mix and like I was introduced to Doctor Who maybe like six seven years ago, and so uh, Bill and Ted was my first time machine actually. <laughs> oh my god, actually, it, well, uh, other than Star Trek had it, having it, um, but it was I don't even have time for lunch on the Guardian thing, but. Um, it was my first, like, they had a machine, other than the Guardian, a machine to tra- time travel. Right. So that was my, that was actually one of my first introductions. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, uh, so the, that's what's going on with uh, Ted, is that, you know, his, his dad's going to ship him off to military school, and the, really the only thing that's going on weird with uh, Bill is that his high school crush is now married to his dad. Uh, and I remember that, like, not really getting why that was weird as a kid. Uh, there's even a scene where, like, they're hanging out in his bedroom, uh, trying to figure out what to do for the report. And then, like, his dad comes in, and then, like, there's this weird, like, where he's, like, apparently he's gonna, you know, sleep with her in his room. And it's just, like, a really weird, like, <laughs> totally going over my head as a kid. Well, like, you, you realize as an adult, like, there's so many major adult things. Mm-hmm. That you're, um, that you're just like, as a kid, you're just like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't get it, but okay. Like, oh, that, that's his, like his friend and mom. That's cool. But then as an adult, you're like, oh my God, this happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's still like, there's this, uh, running gag of, uh, Bill, uh, or of Ted telling Bill that like his mom is cute and then like, shut up Ted. And then, uh, like I like, my favorite line is, uh, one of my favorite lines is, Remember when I asked her to the prom? Like, that's a... So, like, that's weird that her, his dad is married to, you know. But, uh... So, but it comes up later in uh, the call back, which is fun. But, uh... So, yeah, then I really love this scene where, uh... The future Bill and Ted show up when Rufus is, you know, introducing himself. Uh, like, I like the writing in this where it's... Like, the time travel does make sense, but it's presented in a way... Of also not making sense, like, and it's, that's always my favorite time travel, when they, like, say that it doesn't make sense what they're going to be doing, but uh, it's just fun hearing these two uh, guys that don't know what they're talking about talk about time travel is great. Oh my god, and say hi to the princesses for me, for us. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I really, I really, it, you know, back then it makes sense as a kid, we were like, oh, it doesn't matter, like. Right, uh, and then you you really think about it, it's like, oh, okay, 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 but it's still good. It's still funny, right? Um, um, yeah, and then and then they go back and and they then they go back in time. Uh, wait, wait, I'm trying to remember who they go first. They go to Napoleon first, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to basically show, to prove that he's not making it up, uh, he takes them to Napoleon and just to visit. And like, basically, Rufus's idea is that he just wants them to like talk with people and. Uh, you know, learn instead, or just maybe even just inspire them to uh, start studying again. 
But then they're they're a brilliant idea. Uh, so like, uh, Napoleon gets sucked along by accident uh, to the future, and then they're like, it's they come up with a brilliant plan to go kidnap historical figures. So. Uh, yeah, and then they leave. I love that they leave Napoleon with uh, Ted's brother. That's great. Uh, uh, and then just get like the idea that he's just like disgusted by Napoleon because as you would be, like he's this yeah. pretentious like slob guy, and it's uh, it, it's really funny stuff. Uh, but yeah, and then they go back. Uh, second is the one where they intentionally go to kidnap is uh, the Old West, and so they spend they spend most of their time in basically three, uh, you know. Uh, this, this movie is really structured really well. Like it just it moves really fast, and uh, I like the yeah. So they meet Billy the Kid, and there's the great uh, bar fight scene. Um, uh, yeah, I love it. Was great. Yeah, I love it that they like when it starts. They're just like there's this uh, sitting there, not like just enjoying watching this fight going on while like people are and they're not even getting affected by it. Uh, it's great stuff. Yeah, like, I felt like the editing was great where you cut to Billy the Kid the Western and then they go to Greece to get um, so- uh, Socrates. Right, right. And then they, then they land in, in England where they meet princesses. And mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, it's like... And then they gather a whole bunch of other people and, like, it's all... They're all crammed in the in the phone booth. Right. Uh, yeah, I love the... Uh, yeah, and Socrates is how I pronounced it for a long time, I Still occasionally do. Uh, oh, no, no. I mean, when you look at it, it says so great. But, right. uh, <laughs> yeah, but there's this great, like, uh, yeah, uh, Ted's like, or at one point Bill asks, uh, where's Socrates? And then Ted's like, it's under Socrates. And so, yeah, it's great. <laughs> right? It's, it's like, uh, um, uh, like, as a kid, like, you you read it exactly the way that it spells. Like, so great. And like, and then later on in life, they're like, "Oh, Socrates!" <laughs> and so when Ted said that, I was and I was like, "Okay, that's exactly how I as like if when I read it and I don't learn about his name, how I would have read it." So great, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I, I like how they like the people that wouldn't be able to speak English, like they can't understand. And so there's this the uh, you know the performances by. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Socrates is great just because he, like, it's mostly nonverbal where he's just kind of making expressions and laughing and he uh, they all do a really good job. Same thing with, like, uh, you know, Joan of Arc doesn't, when she shows up. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, they uh, they try to philosophize with him uh, and then they do the, uh, like, the dust in the wind is great. Uh, and he, like... So they use they keep using music lyrics to communicate with uh, Socrates, and then something I noticed this time uh, was he Socrates responds by saying the days of our lives tagline. So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I, I I'm trying to remember all of this because I um I just remember I just remember Genghis Khan, um and 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 oh I, I remember them saying something about uh, Freud. There was a joke with Freud. Oh yeah, um, and I didn't get until as an adult. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's this great. Yeah. We'll yeah, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, like there's tons of great jokes in here of that like are only really make sense if you're if you know about the historical figures. But uh, which is great. Um, yeah, and then you know then they go to uh, medieval England, which is probably my favorite of the uh, in the past sequences, uh, just because. Oh the, my god. They like see the they see the princesses right away and 
Uh, it's great. Oh my god, I remember the Duke. Um, the the the, the Duke that wanted them to be dead. Like, put them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? And then they were like, excellent. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the, 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 the band. I was just like, I was just like, Oh, I get that. Like, <laughs> it just made me, it just made me really laugh. Like, I was, I was like, because they, they don't know history. And like, for me, I didn't know when I was watching it. So I was oh, like, right, oh, yeah. Iron Maiden. Oh. And as an adult, you're like, oh my God, I get it. <laughs> There's so many things that you're just like, oh my God. Right. Uh, yeah. And then um, I like the, like when they see the princesses, uh, Ted's like, you know, that's all he wants to care about. But then, uh, and Bill says, it's not a history report. It's a, it's a history report, not a babe report. And then he says, but dude, those are historical babes. And <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they have, and then they get in, they, uh, they're like, how do we blend in? Uh, and then, so they get into suits of armor and then have a epic lightsaber duel where they're misquoting Star Wars and stuff. It's, <laughs> Oh my god, I think I remember that part too. I'm like, uh, and I love Star Wars, so I'm just like, oh, okay, this is pretty funny. They're just making it wrong. <laughs> so yeah, and then Ted falls down the stairs, gets thrown out of the armor. It's just, it's, it's just a bunch of you know comedy of errors and uh, them, you know, like just people. One thing I also like is like uh, they start thinking that they're uh, like so the, the phone booth shows up and some crazy guy's saying like. Uh, they're witches, and, uh, you know, like, it, it's just, it's really fun. Uh, yeah, like, um, the whole thing, like, the, just the whole, all the scenes with them interacting with each one, mm-hmm. and then they take them to the mall. Don't they take them to the mall? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, after, uh, so the, they start getting, uh, so, like, there, there's this big chase sequence where they're running away from uh, being executed, uh, and... Then, yeah, and then so right before they travel back, uh, someone hits their antenna, so it causes them to start just going to random spots. So, like, uh, first it throws them to the future, which is one of my favorite scenes, and it's just, play, like, you gotta love a future that becomes utopia because of uh, 80s hair metal. And so, <laughs> like, uh, I just remember, like, it's it's corny and fun now, but I remember as a kid thinking it was, like, the coolest thing ever, like, this... Uh, dudes in cloaks and sunglasses doing air guitar, so... Uh, Excellent. And then they, they move their... I remember the hand motion. Like, oh, yeah, the, the, like the strumming the yep. guitar. Yeah. Right. And it's like a round circle that you... <laughs> to bring peace. Yeah, so I remember... I pretty sh- I'm Maybe I'm making this up, but I'm pretty sure my brothers and I would, like, do that whenever that scene happened in the movie. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, and so then they uh, do a bit... There's this montage of them getting the rest of the historical figures. So, uh, you know, Sigmund Freud, uh, Joan of Arc, Angus Khan, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I think Joan of Arc is probably my favorite of the historical figures they get in this. She's just great. Like, she's she barely talks, but it's just it's all attitude and her basically being, like, amazed by uh, the modern... It's just it's really fun. Uh, she's, she's fun in this. Oh, yeah. I, I still love the Freud thing. Um, because uh, as a kid, I didn't understand all the jokes. Like, mm-hmm. tell me about your mother, and oh, then right. like, and then I learned about Freud. Um, and I was like, this this makes sense. Me mm-hmm. so much sense. I watched it again as an adult. Like when I learned everything, I'm like, 
this is like the per- a perfect movie for drugs. I wish I got it when I was young. <laughs> but it was still funny to me, but I didn't know why. Um, and Abraham Lincoln was great. Yeah, especially that, yeah, in that uh, big speech at the end. Uh, yeah, but before they do the president, so yeah, um, basically, while, so while they were doing this, uh, his, you know, as I was saying earlier, that Ted's brother uh, got bored of um, Napoleon, so they ditched him, and then he winds he was, up in. He was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so when they're looking for him, there's this great, again, a joke that you only really get if you study history where they're like, uh, if we were Napoleon, where would we go uh, if we were stuck in San Dimas? And they both, Waterloo, you know, they, so they, <laughs> the water park. Uh, so, yeah, and this it's a really fun uh, sequence where he's like, uh, discovers the joy of water slides. And there's like, he's like shoving kids out of the way and like diving down the uh, water slides and stuff. Uh, it's a really fun scene. I, it's funny because like I learned so much about Napoleon's stature and everything <laughs> from like this movie. Because like as a kid, so I'm like, I'm like, oh, Napoleon, French, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, it's 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 so great. This is all, like the whole scene, like of what would happen if if like the historical figures came to like this time, right? Um, they did a whole montage with that, and I and I didn't, and they get arrested and they go to the mall, um. They returned to the mall, and then the historical all the historical figures just went like nuts doing stuff, and and they get arrested. Right. Yep. And then Ted's Ted's dead. This is def- the third act of the movie. Definitely my favorite parts of the movie. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's nonstop funny, and uh, the just like the there. So there's they're causing havoc in the mall, and so like even just the visual humor is great. Like there's the <laughs> part where Beethoven's in the music shop and like the guy says are you a musician and then he's just looks at him like yeah like (laughs) or uh like when socrates and billy the kid are like hitting on uh these girls at the corn dog stand and there's just this visual gag of like that i didn't pick up until the last time i watched it which is sigmund freud holding a corn dog and it's just just great And, like, there's just so much, like, meaning behind everything. Right. Like, it was so well-written that, like, back then you didn't understand it. And then when you reflect, it's like, they did they did all these gags that just made sense as for these characters and how it relates to their his- history. And so you appreciate it a little bit more because, like, you're just like, oh, my God. It, the writers really thought about, like, how each one will react and what reflects their, their, their historical background. Right. Um, like, and Socrates, I, I love the fact that Socrates, um, uh, Socrates um, understood, uh, like, he called, he learned, like, new words, like, geek. Oh, right. Yeah, like, so the, <laughs> yeah, the girls laugh at it, and then he's like, <laughs> like geek. geek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Joan of Arc sees um, the, uh, like, aerobic, jazzercising or aerobics uh, exercise. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> there's just the look on her face, like, uh, and then she like jumps on stage and starts teaching the class, and uh, and then you know Genghis Khan obviously is uh, tearing up a sporting goods store. Uh, <laughs> and Abraham, like, I, I love how the like Abe's doing nothing wrong, but the like he goes to a photo booth and the uh, photo booth guy thinks that he stole the Abraham Lincoln hat, like, and so he's like, "No, I am Abraham <laughs> no, Lincoln." My hat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then they all uh, wind up getting arrested, uh, which is where uh, 
Ted's dad being the sheriff comes in. Uh, so yeah, th- this is probably my favorite scene of the movie is when they uh, do the prison break. Uh, because it's just this is where it gets really weird. I, I love any time a movie deals with uh, weird time travel shenanigans. Like, that's... Uh, so... And yeah, like, the, the writing is really good because it's like, it's kind of a dumb movie on the surface, but at the same time, it's like a smart, dumb movie, which is... Yeah, they really placed it. everything. They knew where to place everything. Right. Uh, yeah, so this the scene of them, like, uh, there was this running gag, like, of where uh, Ted's dad's keys were, and then so there's this moment where they're like, I love the part where they're coming up with this plan that if you start thinking about it, you'll have a headache because it doesn't make sense, but in the context of the movie, it makes perfect sense. Like, we'll steal the keys, uh, we'll come back in time, steal the keys, and then put them behind the sign, and then they look behind the sign, and there are the keys. And so, yeah, like, <laughs> I remember that blowing my mind as a kid, because it's like, I mean, I also watched Back to the Future probably for the first time around this time, but, uh, so, like, both of these movies on cable just kind of made me fall for, uh, anything time travel now, so... Yeah, sci-fi. I mean, like I've always been into sci-fi, so it's just great to see. Um, to see, and also Back to the Future was was um, was there in California, but I felt like oh no, it will film in California, but it's based somewhere else. But I felt like this one was just because Californians, and uh, it was relatable for me as, as in the locations. Right. Um, but yeah, like I felt like the editing was just so. Well, it's like everyone's all like, "Oh, this is a stoner stoner movie and stuff," and it is, and it's not because, like, I could be not be stoned and watch it, and like I see the editing and everything was placed perfectly. Like the writers really thought out, like really thought out, like the editing and cutting, like right. perfectly, or like it all works out. Like, and that's the type of movie you want to watch when it comes to like time traveling and and two slackers who speak like like surfer dudes right um and you and and i felt like it was just cut so well like oh we're gonna let's like break them up and like and let's do it behind the door and like they had it all planned out to help free them um and then it like it just works out perfectly and then as a kid you're just like it's perfect and as an adult you're just like yeah you know it's well edited that and like it makes sense right uh yeah like the uh like the trash can coming out of thin air like if you again think about it too hard headache but like it, it's fun. it works for <laughs> a movie about, about yeah for a, for a bunch of dorks doing time travel like it makes perfect sense like that's that's what i like about it like the rules make sense to bill and ted so then they work like uh so like even like when they show the other side of the future them talking to past them uh and then like they had that conversation made more sense this time <laughs> yeah totally i um it's one of those things this is one of those movies where you have the nostalgia of watching as a kid, and then when you're an adult, like you appreciate it even more because you understand some elements, and that's why I'm like, I, everyone's all like, "Oh, how do you like Bill and Ted?" I'm like, oh, "The nostalgia." I'm like, not only that, but when you learn about like actual history, because when you're a kid, you're watching it, it's just it's a fun movie, and you don't get it, but it's like still like, "Oh, wow, whoa, like so cool!" Like, and you because you, like you're just thinking like that as a kid, and then as an adult, you're just like. All make sense, and then at the same time, there's some stuff that still makes sense. But then you're just like, you know what? Though it works, right? And, and this kind of movie. And I think what what really works, what really holds up about Bill and Ted is besides some other some '80s teen comedies that just don't did not age well, you know, with in terms of 
not even just politics, but also just not like the. It's that the center of it, the center of this movie, is very sincere and like these are just good guys. Like they're not. When you watch a lot of those other teen comedies, some of the like, they're almost like these are bad. The main characters yeah. you're following are like super sketchy and you know like not good dudes but these guys are like sweet just sweethearts who want to play music and so like i think that's what's great about it is that um also there's a line earlier where uh like a socrates quote saying that like wisdom is uh knowing that you don't know anything and so that's what they're like that's what they are it's like they they're kind of clueless but they know that they're clueless and so in the end they're just harmless uh, sweethearts, so yeah, ignorance is bliss. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. The heart of this movie is definitely in the right place, which is why I think it holds up so well. I think it, it also holds up that they're just good guys, and they just want to do well and just live their lives and live their dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've never been shady in in the in the in, uh, in the film. Um, they they honestly they just are best friends. They want to be like be, they're just besties, and they just want to live their life and. And then um, start their band, and the fact that they find out their band like kind of creates peace, world peace. Uh, it, I think it pushes them even more. And so uh, I felt like there's no, you can't really hate these guys, other than they're like you, you think, damn, these guys are kind of dumb. But at the same time, it's like who cares? They're 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 having a good time. They're not bothering anyone. Right. And and it, they're likable. They're so charismatic. And I feel like. Uh, that's just Keanu Reeves in, in general, but both of them, like both Alex Winter and, and Keanu Reeves, they're just so likable. Right. Yeah. And then George Carlin, everyone loves him. Right. Uh, yeah, I love the. Um, you know, Alex Winter is great. Uh, like the, uh, I really like following him on Twitter. Like he's just a really cool. Seems like a really cool guy. So then, yeah, and I like that they're. They actually seem to be really good friends, which is you know clearly translates to the movie and. Yeah, they have uh, great chemistry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then this all brings us to the, the you know the climactic scene of uh, them making it to, just in time to do the report, and I just love the this scene is so fun. Uh, the I I love the music it's set to like that music is now stuck in my head for the next you know several weeks. Well, I uh, yeah, it's just it's great. <laughs> yeah, um, and then they got they they pass and um, they like they pass the chorus for sure. Um, and I love the ending part where they're like they return everyone back to the, where they belong, including Napoleon with all his stuff. Um, and then Rufus shows up with the the princesses, saying that these are going to be your wives right. um, and your bandmates. So enjoy and then practice. And like for me, I'm just like like as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's cool. As an adult, I'm like, what what what, what doesn't that affect time? Unless their <laughs> characters quote unquote died. I wish they kind of addressed that, but I was like, you know what? It's cool. But I was also, like, secretly jealous, but... <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, uh, you know, they are like, Rufus, how'd you do this? And then he's just like... But all, instead of, like, thinking about it, he just goes, I just saved them right before they marry those royal ugly dudes. Like, and that's cool. That's all we need to know. That's what this movie is. <laughs> it works. Yeah. yeah, like, oh, you you not only have you succeeded in your report, but you also get the girl. So that's basically, okay. That's yeah, basically the yeah. story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then they were like, you know, there's this this great moment where so the movie starts with them uh, doing the you know making a video, tri- making a triumphant video, uh, and then like they they keep saying like uh, let's have 
we need to get Eddie Van Halen. Like, that's how we're going to be a big band is if we get Eddie Van Halen. And then, but then, so in the beginning, they're just like, yeah, that makes sense. But then at the end, they learn their lesson and they're like, uh, maybe we should learn how to play first. <laughs> like, the, the uh, it's great. I love the, you know, the, they learned a lesson. They're not going to necessarily, uh, but then it doesn't end with them, like, magically being good. Like, there's this great, uh. like, there's this big moment where they're like, yeah, we're going to start a band with the princesses. And then they're still awful. And it's great. Like, the, uh, and then Rufus, you know, turns to the camera and says, they do get better. And so it's a you know, perfect last line. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they're meant their music is meant to uh, like end war and and create world peace, um, and 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 also be great for dancing. Uh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> and I um for me I'm like oh man let I can't wait to hear them at the end when they started playing horribly I was mm-hmm. just like oh god this is like and and like and then that, but back when i watched it there was a sequel so i'm like okay i gotta, I gotta watch the sequel see if they save the world <laughs> um and then they and then they didn't but um they um uh, but i'm glad for the third the third, third movie's finally like gonna be in the works yeah, um, so we yeah. get to see the conclusion if it if it worked out for them or not if they were able to create world peace yeah, it's great that I, like, it, it was completely, uh, must have been destiny, because right when I kind of came up with the idea for this, right when I was getting started, about to start, uh, you know, recording, they both, the one-two punch of, like, the release date of John McThree and Bill and Ted 3 are going to be, like, within the same year. It's just great. Like, it's, I guess, you know, time, destiny wanted me to start this podcast, so... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I'm very... I'm so glad we're going to get a third one. Um, I just love these movies so much. They're just so charming. And, uh, yeah, so... Glad I finally made it to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in the podcast, so... Yeah, I'm really glad, because it's like, when you... When we were talking, because, like, when you when you started this, I was like, oh, my God, Keanu Reeves, like, it, this is necessary. He's just, like, an amazing... Like, amazing actor. He's an amazing person. Like, just seems like a amazing person. And, um... Yes, he he's, he's such a broad mixture of, of um, different movies he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. from action to romance to... To zany, to um, like to sci-fi, to and like in, independent and like love story. It's like he does a, such a variety of things that I'm just like, he needs to be honored and 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 loved and be, every, everyone know everyone must know about all his adventures, as uh, especially Bill and Ted adventures. And um, he like I'm so glad he started this. And then I was like, I need to be I need to be on this. I need to talk about Keanu Reeves. Uh, especially with like with Bill and Ted, it, it was like really what cemented his like his his crown in right, in, in, right. in 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 film because of this movie. Like people really noticed him as a heartthrob and just as a uh, as a fun character, a fun actor. Um, because before he, I think he was doing like some serious roles. Um, well, yeah, he was in you know he was in like uh, yeah the interesting liaisons, Rivers Edge, like yeah, pretty. Yeah. The good movies that he was in before this were like, yeah, very. Uh, that's something, yeah, that's something I noticed when I didn't really realize that until I, you know, started you know doing more research into it. And but yeah, this was the movie that really made him uh, a star. Uh, which is, you know, there's that double-edged sword where like some people who think, uh, you know, who talk about Keanu being a bad actor, which he's not at all. But like the thing they come to is that, like, 
this movie. They, they just think that he is like Ted, like, but he's not yeah, at all. Like, so he's not. It it's was really, if you actually Ted. listen to Ted, you know, Keanu talking, uh, interviews and everything, like he's this really smart, thoughtful, mellow guy, you know. And so Ted is a performance. Like he, yeah. and he's from Canada. He's not from. He's not a California guy. So no, he does a really good not. job of nailing that. Uh, so. Yeah, he did a really great job. Like, this was, like, this is one of, um, like, Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure is one of the, like, top sci-fi movies, like, iconic, like, sci-fi movies. And it really cemented his, his him as a, one, as a leading man, and, and two, as a, as, like, that he could be, um, could be he could do, like, a, a whole bunch of different diverse roles, especially comedy. Right. Like, because ever since, like, he's always done serious stuff, and, like, he, he an action movies, and so we got to see a little bit of comedy from him as this like dumb slacker, and he's not like that, and like in, in in real life. So he really did a great job in acting in this part, and like I I, I always thought he was a great actor, and he's just beautiful. But he's also a great actor where he could play funny, serious, like um, dangerous, and um and this in this role you get to see a com- his like comedic side. Um, and, and, and I, I think he did a great job in it. And, and this, like, everyone knows Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Like, this was, this was, like, an iconic movie. It's kind of like, if you list a whole bunch of sci-fi, this was included into it. And, um, and, and so, like, for me, I'm just like, this, this is, like, an important film in, in Keanu's life. Because it really, like, like, just brought him out there. Because it's, like, it became so popular and... What's what's that cult? It's a cult classic too, um, and it became a cartoon that uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter and and Carlin voiced. Right. Yeah, I, I love. That's what I love about Keanu is that like he does. He's convincing just as much of you know as like a romantic lead, a fa- comedy lead, uh, action star as you know. He's and he's always. Do, that's what's so great about his career is that he's always doing interesting. He's doing the unexpected because I mean, when you think about it, that it's only ten years between. Bill and Ted and The Matrix, like that's pretty crazy, you know. And then, oh my god, yeah. yeah that, like thinking about, it, I'm just like that was like only ten years, like ten years apart, and like you just see him like just grow, and like you see him grow as an actor. He's he's gotten better and better. Um, and then in Bill, in Bill and Ted, I I thought he did a great job in Bill and Ted because I enjoyed it as a kid, and then when I watched it again, I still enjoyed it. Um, Keanu, Keanu, just like and and Alex, both of them, they they did it, they. They made these characters who are everyone knows them now. Like if you were to tell, like it's generational. Where no matter what people know, Bill and Ted, just like they know Doctor Who, just like they know like Star Trek. It's it's one of those iconic moments. And this this movie is is really like I know it's important to Keanu, and that, and that's why I think him and Alex kept up this relationship friendship. Um, and also like they they've been in talks for this for the third movie for years. And so, like, I think we all know that this movie is so important to both of them, as it, it really set the ground for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so thanks again, Laura, for coming on. Uh, before we go, uh, let, why don't you tell the fine people where they can find you, uh, find your stuff online? Yeah, so I am a freelance writer, so I've, I've written for movies, for magazines, and uh, online uh, online. Uh, for Nerd Reactor, Nerds, uh, not Nerds, <laughs> Nerd Reactor, Nerds of Color, um, and uh, like uh, Movie View Weekly um, in China, and and a bunch of other sites. Um, but yeah, I've done I've done work 
Um, they can find me on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. Um, and I'm always on Instagram and Twitter. So I'm always posting my, my articles too. Um, they can find me at L Syricul, L S I R I K U L. And I talk about Keanu Reeves often. Like I'll randomly post, I wonder how Keanu is doing today. Like I'll randomly have that, like where I'm like, I hope whoever Keanu Reeves is, he's happy. Um, like I'm always posting random things about Keanu and, um, yeah, I'm so happy to be part of this. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love Keanu Reeves so much. And this movie is just, it's so iconic. Um, so, yeah, you can find me online talking about fun geek stuff and Asian American stuff and just fun geek stuff and Keanu Reeves. Awesome. And, yeah, and you can find her, uh, I'll have her Twitter uh, handle in the bio or in the description of this episode. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and follow her. So, yeah, thanks so much, Laura. This is a great conversation. Uh, so, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, join me next time where uh, my guest and I will be discussing Ron Howard's Parenthood. Uh, so stay tuned and keep being excellent to each other. <laughs> <laughs>